Hello everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez and this segment is going to be all about the upcoming Rahu K2 transit. And these are the karmic nodes of the moon. We're about to enter an entirely new karmic cycle and we'll talk all about it. But before we do, I want to remind you, I have an upcoming module beginning tomorrow, September 5th at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. I call it module two, but it's really for those who are already established in the houses, planets, and signs. And so if you're ready to learn more about the planetary aspects, the transits, how the current planetary placements are going to affect your birth chart or the world, dashas, planetary periods, and yogas, which are where certain planetary configurations will yield certain results. So if you're interested in learning any of that, go to my website, innerknowing.yoga, click on offerings in the group study modules. You'll be able to register there. If you have any questions or having any difficulties, email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. So moving forward with this segment, Rahu and Ketu are not physical objects. They are shadow planets. Okay. They're the shadow planets that move throughout the sky and bring forth certain karmas. And so Rahu is forward moving karma, whereas K2 is past karma. Okay. Rahu is what you need to deal with in this life. K2 is what you've dealt with lives and lives before. So Rahu is kind of what attaches us to the material world. Wherever Rahu is, it's going to make us interested and obsessive about that area of life. And therefore attaching us to this material world. Rahu can give us money, can give us fame, riches, obsession. Uh, It can also give neuroses depending on where it is. But I'm trying to get the point across is that what it gives us solidifies our attachment to the material world, these more humanistic aspects of ourselves. K2 is the opposite Before moving on to K2, I do want to say, wherever Rahu is placed in your chart, you're going to feel obsessive about that area of life. It's going to feel like you can't get enough of it. K2 is the opposite. K2 is what we've been doing lives and lives and lives before. When we come into this life, it comes easily to us. It comes naturally to us. It feels like we've been doing it hundreds and hundreds of times before, probably because we have been. And again, it's not like we're going to be totally disinterested in that area of life, but it's going to come easily to us and feel natural to us. K2 separates. It separates us from the material world. And so those of us who are on a spiritual path and we understand a parigraha, non-attachment, we're constantly practicing and acknowledging that nothing in this life is going to last forever, that all of this is temporary. You know, that's that K2 energy. K2 is saying, hey, none of this is going to last forever. All of this is temporary. You know, look at yourself. Have a spiritual practice. Understand that this is a human experience. And if if we're not understanding that, right, and even if we do, because life happens, but K2 has the tendency to separate us from things, cut us off from things, make us lose something. 
to reiterate its message of everything in this life is temporary. None of this is going to last forever. So the more that we can harmonize with that K2 energy, right, the easier things are going to be because unfortunately we are going to lose everything at some point in time. And K2 is the most spiritualizing planet. So again, having those practices, trying not to get too obsessive or connected to the material world through the things that aren't super important in my opinion, you know, um, fame, glory, all that. I mean, it's easy. It's so alluring. It's so attractive. Um, it's so satiating, which is what Rahu does. It's, you know, it's this illusion of something that's important and it feels so good to indulge in it because we're people. Of course, it feels good to have people like you. Of course, it feels good to have tons of money. Of course, it feels good to be famous, you know, and it's nothing to shame anybody on because we're people, and that's the way that we are. But keeping ourselves humble, you know, it's okay to enjoy those things and partake in these things and celebrate these things when it happens. But balancing it with that K2 energy of, wow, like this is a borrowed thing. This is borrowed. This isn't mine. I can hold on to it for now, but it's going to go one day. I get to enjoy it in this life. And we can't take anything into the next life with us, right? So this is Rahu K2. Hopefully that made sense. So again, don't beat yourself up for enjoying nice things. That's not what I'm trying to say. It's enjoying it while also understanding non-attachment. And not letting it rule your life. Not letting it be the most important thing in your life. So, how is this transit going to affect us now? Let me begin by saying Rahu and Ketu have been in Sagittarius and Gemini for the past 18 months. And so for some of us, the past 18 months may have been horrible. We may have experienced extreme transition, extreme up and down, because we had a pretty intense transit this time. You know, this wasn't just a typical 18 months. I mean, we had a lot more going on than just Rahu Ketu being in these signs. And Rahu being in Ardra and Ketu being in Mula certainly contributed to shaking things up. So Rahu moving into Taurus, Ketu moving into Scorpio, it is going to feel like a relief after a couple of months. I think that once we enter February and March, things are really going to start to feel better. Um, these first few months are going to be difficult because Rahu is going to enter into the nakshatra of Mergashira which is ruled by Mars. If you listen to my Mars podcast, you know that Mars is about to retrograde. You know, with Rahu being in Mergashira, that means it's going to get activated even more. Okay? So it's, again, I think it's going to be intense. I think there's going to be a lot of violence, a lot of unrest, mostly within the country. I don't think that there's going to be a lot of foreign fighting um, but I do think that we're going to see a lot of civil unrest and civil unhappiness, people rioting and things like that. K2 is going to enter Jishta, which is a notoriously difficult nakshatra. It is ruled by Mercury. Mercury is going to be exalted for a month, um, which is really powerful. And again, just because something is powerful doesn't mean it's going to yield good results. I think that it's going to contribute to some of the harshness of the messages, 
um, lots of people coming out and speaking up, people joining together and speaking up. So again, I don't think it's going to be bad. I think it's going to be powerful. <laughs> and with the Mars, you know, aspect going on as well, I just, it, we're going to have an intense couple of months. Okay. But into 2021, things are going to start smoothing out. So the last time, and I mentioned this in my newsletter, the last time that Rahu and Ketu were in the signs were in 2021 and 2023. And there was a ton of violence abroad in foreign countries. And at that point in time, we had multiple different indicators that we were going to be having unrest abroad. Right now, it's much more the homeland, okay? Emphasis on being home, um, within countries. That's why I'm saying, I think that we're going to see civil disputes. So, but how is this going to affect each of us? So if you are an Aries ascendant or an Aries moon, because keep in mind the moon sign, you can do a lot with the moon sign. If somebody says, Oh, I don't know my birth time. And maybe it was around three or four. If the moon sign doesn't change, you can read a lot from the moon because this is how things are going to affect you emotionally. And then of course the ascendant is more about like what's happening in the physical world around you. So read it from your birth chart, your natal birth chart, and as well your moon chart. So for any of these, pay attention to both. That's my recommendation. Might be surprising for you. So if you are an Aries ascendant or an Aries moon, Rahu is going to be in the second house. K2 is going to be in the eighth house. So if you study with me, you know that both of these contribute to wealth. Both of them have to do with finances. The second house is actually an Artha house, and it has to do with our day-to-day finances. And the eighth house isn't technically an Artha house, but it does have to do with inheritance and money through other people. So with Rahu being in second, I think this is going to be a fantastic 18 months for making money, on your own, working hard, having your hard work pay off. Saturn's going to be in the 10th as well. Hard work paying off, making lots of money through your own will. Having K2 in the 8th, you know, if you're making money through other people now, if you're expecting an inheritance or anything like that, it may not be quite what you're expecting. It might be kind of disappointing. I would not suggest to rely on other people for money at this point in time. However, K2 is what separates. It gives us this opportunity for spiritual liberation. That's the truth of K2. So when K2 is in the eighth house and the eighth house is deep transformation, ups and downs in life, but it is also spirituality, meditation, kundalini, yoga, etc. K2 in the 8th is going to give the opportunity for profound insight through these practices. So if you don't have a spiritual practice now, definitely start meditating, start doing pranayama, do a yoga practice. It doesn't matter what it is, but try to implement a spiritual practice because I think that these next 18 months are going to be very powerful for you in regards to spiritual insight as well as making money through your own willpower. And having Rahu in the second, it may make you feel some of that attachment, you know, to money, to assets, to nice things. So they're going to be coming to you, enjoy them, relish in them. It's a gift in this life. And also try not to attach yourself to them. 
So if you are a Taurus ascendant or a Taurus moon, Rahu is going to be in the first house and Ketu is going to be in the seventh house. This is such an interesting period of time. I experienced this not super long ago, a few years ago. The way that you view yourself is going to go through some metamorphosis. And the way you view your body, your personal identity, how you present to the world, it's going to change in some way. It's such an amazing time to focus on cultivating more intimacy with the self, connecting with yourself, connecting with your authenticity, whatever that means for you. Having K2 in the seventh, it is going to make relationships a little bit more difficult. You might feel a little bit more distant from your partner. If you're having trouble now, um, I would certainly recommend implementing counseling. Counseling would be really powerful for you during this time. Having some type of spiritual teacher for you guys. Implementing spirituality into the relationship. Meditating together, doing kriyas together, doing yoga together. That's going to really help um, boost that relationship, right? Because K2 is asking for spirituality. Now, if you're single, this may bring someone into your life who you felt that you've known for many, many lives. Again, this happened to me a few years ago. That's the way it is. Somebody may come into your life and you felt like, oh my God, I've known this person all my life, many lives, but I've never met them before. That's what K2 does. You know, K2 could also bring in someone who you knew in high school or, you know, you met a few years ago. It's just going to bring somebody back from the past. If you are a Gemini rising or a Gemini moon, I should also say it's thunderstorming here. So if you catch some of that, um, I found a safe space to sit, but you may still catch some of the thunder, but hopefully you enjoy it. I enjoy it. So if you are a Gemini ascendant or a Gemini moon, Rahu is going to be in the 12th house and K2 is going to be in the sixth house. So first of all, for the Geminis, please take care of your health. K2 in the sixth can give a tendency to bring illness, right? It separates, it takes things away. So Start taking care of your health now. Act proactively. If anything comes up, definitely go to the doctor. K2 in the 6th can also mean ignoring your health or not checking into things. So if something comes up, please go to the doctor. With Rahu in the 12th house, super powerful time for paying attention to your dreams, getting messages through your dreams, meditation, and travel. So into 2021, I think that the traveling is going to become easier. So you may take some trips, particularly around spirituality. It would be great for you. Um, it's also a wonderful time to spend time by yourself, spending time contemplating and philosophizing. So those 12th house matters, right? And again, traveling is going to be good for you. With the K2 and the 6th, Definitely take care of your health. Take care of your pet's health as well because the sixth house is also your pets. So be sure that you've taken your pets to the veterinarian. They're up to date on all the things that they need. You're feeding them good food, all that. If something starts acting up, check it out. Don't ignore it. If you are a Cancer Ascendant or a Cancer Moon, Rahu is going to be in the 11th house and K2 is going to be in the 5th house. So... K2 being in the fifth is actually a really good time to write books because the fifth house is the house of publication. So if you're interested in writing, um, go for it. <laughs> it's going to be an auspicious time for you. 
Um, you're going to feel fluid with your creativity. It's going to come to you naturally. Now, if you have children, your children may be a little bit more difficult to connect with. They may be a little bit more difficult to manage. It may be that they're keeping secrets because K2 can kind of conceal these things, particularly in the sign of Scorpio. And if your children are at that age, it may be time for them to move out. But with Rahu being in the 11th, this is a powerful time for gains. Okay, getting opportunities through network circles. So you may find that you meet powerful people, that people in higher places, so to speak, find you and want to help support you in some way. So if you get an opportunity to collaborate with someone or someone expresses interest in you, certainly take them up on it because you're going to have powerful people coming into your life. This may also be a wonderful time for socialization, making new friends and connecting with your friends. If you are a Leo ascendant or a Leo moon, Rahu is going to be in the 10th and K2 will be in the 4th. I'm a little bit partial to this because Rahu does so well in the 10th house. So if you're a Leo ascendant or a Leo moon, this is a great year for your career. Lots of emphasis on work. You may be getting new work opportunities. You may even get to travel for work, working with new people. Um, getting power and recognition in your job. But with K2 being in the fourth, it may be that you're spending so much time in the outside world, you're ignoring your home life. Um, it may be that you're spending a lot more time away from your home. So if you have a family and kids at home, make sure that you're balancing the work home life because your family is going to begin missing you. Certainly make sure and keep up to date on your mother's health as well. This may cause issues for your mom. So just make sure she's taking care of herself. And of course, don't engage in any arguments with her. Make sure that you're spending time with her. If you have Virgo moon or Virgo ascendant, Rahu's going to be in the ninth, K2 is going to be in the third. So this is an educational axis because the third house has to do with our early learning and our hobbies, our skills, things that we educate ourselves on. The ninth house is our higher learning, like college, learning philosophy, spirituality, or gurus. This is an excellent year to learn something new. You may do an online course. This could be for anything, you know, because you can do any type of course online. So if you've been wanting to learn something, taking a course, learning something new, the one thing with this placement is that you may find you're taking a bunch of short trips that are kind of frustrating for you and you may get into conflicts with your siblings. So try not to start any fights with your siblings, um, engage in any fights with them. But with the Rahu being in ninth, great time to travel, find new teachers, find teachers in foreign places. And nowadays, foreign places is like online, right? Like what you and I are doing right now is like a foreign interaction. So definitely trying to learn something new and travel if the opportunity presents itself. If you are a Libra ascendant or a Libra moon, this is going to be occurring in your second house and eighth house. So again, this axis. So for Libra Ascendant, this is going to be an excellent 18 months to make money through other people. Again, Rahu now is going to be in the eighth house. So awesome time to study metaphysical arts, astrology, yoga, kundalini, meditation, delve deep. You're going to be super interested in these things anyway, probably. And again, probably making money through other people. With K2 in the second, there may be some more roadblocks in how you're making money on your own. 
So try not to get frustrated. It's going to be temporary. It just may feel a little bit more turbulent and a little bit more difficult. Um, You may also have memories come up from the past in your early childhood. So it's a really good time to work through and reconcile any past wounds from the early childhood. If you are a Scorpio ascendant or a Scorpio moon, K2 will be moving through your first house and Rahu will be moving through your seventh house. So with K2 in the first, it's going to bring this feeling of disconnection. It could be that you're wrapping yourself so much into spirituality and these more K2-like things, you know, isolation, spending time alone, personal reflection, spirituality, that you don't really feel like engaging with many people. That's a possibility. It could mean that something is going on where you just kind of feel isolated and maybe you feel a little bit more lonely than usual. But with K2 in the first, this is a profound time for reflecting on the self, um, reconnecting with the self, and almost reinventing yourself in a sense. With Rahu in the seventh, this, you know, this could bring an interesting relationship into your life. They're going to be very different than you. They may be foreign in some way. Um, they may be very beautiful. If you're in a relationship, it may bring some ups and downs. You know, it may bring some, some issues. So just knowing in advance, it's not the end all be all people. This is a natural transit. So for all of the people who are Sagittarius moon, Sagittarius rising, not every single one of them got divorced in the past 18 months. Okay, so thinking about it, you know, moving forward, it's not like everyone is going to break up and have all these relationship issues, but it is something to keep an eye on because it is going to bring problems up to the surface for you two or more, however many people you're dating, to resolve and communicate about. But this is a karmic axis and it's in the first and the seventh. So yes, it's going to bring karmic issues around your identity and individuality and intimacy, intimacy with others. Okay, so just keeping an eye on that, letting it be a good thing, letting it work for you. If you are a Sagittarius moon or a Sagittarius rising, K2 is going to move into your 12th house. Rahu will move into your 6th. I bet everyone who has Sagittarius moon or rising is like, thank God, good residents. (laughs) These past 18 months have been crazy. But having K2 in the 12th is phenomenal. If you're born with K2 in the 12th, this is a fantastic placement for spirituality because they both represent the same thing. K2 is separation, isolation, liberation. The 12th house is moksha, spirituality, letting go, does super well here. So divine timing for spirituality, travel, traveling to an ashram, traveling to a spiritual place or for spiritual pursuits. With Rahu in the sixth, be careful with your health. Rahu has a tendency to bring things up and then they're difficult to diagnose. So K2 actually does that as well. So be mindful of your health. Keep an eye on it. Start eating well. Um, Spending time with black animals like black birds or black dogs, service to other people. This is going to be like a remedial measure in this time. So if you have the opportunity to help other people and serve in some capacity, it's going to be great for you and your overall karmic health. If you are a Sagittarius moon or a Sagittarius rising, K2 is going to be in the 11th house. Rahu is going to be in the fifth. Again, fantastic time for creativity, writing, art, children, 
you're going to feel so much more connected with your creativity than you have before. Dancing, expressing yourself artistically in some way. It's also a great placement for learning. So if you wanted to take an online course or something like that, it's great. With K2 in the 11th, you may feel disconnected from friends. It may be that friends who have been giving you a difficult time, it's just time to end that relationship. You may have those networks leave, but you may find that you're meeting new friends, making more spiritual friends, meeting people who you felt like you've known before. So there may be some transition in your friends and network circles. If you are an Aquarius moon or an Aquarius rising, Rahu will be in the fourth house. K2 is going to be in the 10th house. So with K2 in the 10th, there may be some change in career. It could be that you change your position, you know, something within the structure of the organization changes. It could be that you're having some issues at work that are a little bit more chronic. Maybe you're not getting along with people at work or there are some ups and downs at work. There's a lack of job security. There might be something like that. With Rahu in the fourth, The fourth house is our mother. It's also our bigger assets like a car or a house, and it's also our inner sense of security. So these 18 months, it's going to be a testing time for you to really cultivate an inner sense of security, developing that structure within yourself. I've been saying this for Aquarius for a while. This is just kind of like this transformational period for you all. Um, And it's also a wonderful time to evaluate how you're expressing your emotions, how you're connecting to your emotions within yourself, and then how you're expressing them to the world, because this is giving you a lot of insight into yourself and how you operate in this way. And of course, check in with the mom, make sure she's doing okay. If you are a Pisces ascendant or Pisces moon, Rahu is going to be in the third house. K2 is going to be in the ninth. So for this position, check in with your dad, make sure everything is going okay with him. The gurus, the gurus, the father, there may be some difficulties with them. There may be some separation with them. So trying not to perpetuate any arguments or even force a close connection at this time. There may be a natural sense of separation or distancing. Um, You know, that's just what K2 is going to do. But certainly checking in with the health and promoting good health at this time. It's also going to be a time of evaluating your higher belief system. You may find that your beliefs are changing and in metamorphosis. With Rahu being the third, it's an excellent time to pick up a new hobby, make something with your hands, do something for fun. It may be that for the past several months, you were working really hard on higher education, um, something that's going to really matter in the concrete world. Now it's kind of a time to enjoy hobbies and learning for the sheer enjoyment of learning, picking up something new that may not necessarily have, um, that big of a point, quote unquote, you know, like just doing something for fun, (laughs) doing something to enjoy yourself. You may also find that you're traveling a lot during these next 18 months, short distance travel, long distance travel, just moving around quite a bit. Um, make sure that you're staying harmonious with the siblings as well. So I hope that this was helpful. I want to keep this below 30 minutes. If you would like to schedule a reading with me and discuss more about how Rahu and K2 may affect you along with everything else happening in your chart, because these are general readings, but you always want to see what's going on in the actual chart. You can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com or visit innerknowing.yoga to schedule yourself and to see your birth chart going to my website, clicking on offerings and then chart. 
If you would like to follow me on Instagram, it's astrologynow underscore podcast and on Twitter, astrologynow underscore. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. This is Astrology Now. Thank you so much.